Welcome to Digging Into the Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. Hey, hey, we're back, man. I'm so excited. Season three of Digging Into the Bible. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited about this. It was good to get a little bit of a break, and now it's really good to be back. So I don't know if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on your favorite podcast service. Um, regardless, it's just good to be with you and to dig in together. Um, now, some of you might be joining for the first time and saying, hold on, wait, there's two other seasons? Like, what What are we talking about here? Uh, yeah, we, we, we. this isn't our first rodeo. Uh, first season was Matthew, uh, Matthew's Gospel. And then the second season, was the book of Acts. And uh, this season, we are taking a step backwards slightly and doing uh, the book of Romans. Uh, this is a letter written by Paul and um, uh, to the church in Rome. And, and a lot of you might be saying, hang on, wait, like, how are we taking a step backwards? It's the next book chronologically in the order of the scriptures. And you are certainly correct, but it actually was written before the end of Acts. If you remember the story and the dialogue going through, just a real quick synopsis of Acts is we meet the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. I'm sorry, Blazow, right? And um, we meet Paul and uh, you know, Paul meets the meets Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And um, Paul goes on all these missionary journeys and eventually he gets arrested and he is sent to Rome as a prisoner. Now, this journey to Rome is crazy and long and hard, um, but he writes this before he ever gets arrested. So he is envisioning uh, a day where he is going to get to go to Rome, but it's as a free man and part of a, a, a fourth missionary journey. So um, so keep that in mind as we go ahead and dig in. This is Romans chapter 1, starting at verse 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but this far has have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation to both Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. All right, so 
What a start here in this letter. Um, Paul is, is obviously excited about this prospect of getting to go to Rome. Um, has no concept that it's going to be in shackles, that he's going to be arrested, a prisoner. Um, but, you know, he's excited. This The first seven chapters is all just one long run-on sentence. Like, there are no periods in it. Just a bunch of commas, and it's just, oh, yeah, let's get this, Paul. Um, so this book is a little unique because... All his other letters that you know we will see later on in the New Testament, they are all written to um, they're written to um, churches he helped start. Uh, this church in Rome, he's never been to Rome. He didn't help start it, so he doesn't actually know these people. So this letter is unique. In most of the other letters that he writes, he is talking to specific people and about specific situations, and he he doesn't really know what's going on in Rome. This is a letter that he's sending preemptively to introduce himself and to kind of set the stage for his arrival so that they kind of know who he's, you know, who he is and what he's about and what he's, what he's done. And, um, you know, he's, he's been instrumental in, in starting so many churches to the East, just not this church in the West. And obviously he wants to get to Rome and he wants to go beyond that. He wants to go into the Latin world. He wants to go into the Gentile world, um, holy, and he's excited about it. So, Um, Because this uh, letter lacks situationally specific uh, references, I'll tell you that that Romans is probably the go-to book for uh, kind of your your general theological uh, background of what the gospel is and what it's about and, um, you know, just great exhortive teaching. It's, It's really such a great book and there's going to be so many nuggets in here. I really can't wait to dig in um, deeper, but I have to wait. My five minutes are long up and so I got to call it quits. I'm going to try to stay the five minutes-ish this season, but you know me. (laughs) It's hard and I like to talk sometimes and I blabber and I'm not even sure what I'm saying. Like now. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow as we continue on with Romans chapter one. I'll see you then.